0: Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-age child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Hello, Impactful Parents. Today, we're going to talk about how parents can empower their kids when they are getting bullied and the school seems to be doing nothing. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent and welcome to my Inspire and Learn series where real parents come on and tell their stories of inspiration and learning because a wise man learns from his mistakes, but a wiser man learns from other people's mistakes. And today we're gonna be learning from Ron Shuali. And Ron has a master's in early education. He is a best-selling author. He's a motivational speaker and he is on a mission to help families with difficult topics Through his expertise, his experience, and his sense of humor. So he has written a book called Breaking the Bullying Circle. And today I have him on the show to give parents tips for helping their child defend themselves against bullies. Ron is an awesome and sometimes controversial resource for parents, but he has a wealth of ideas and knowledge. So thank you for being here. What's your take that's a little bit different than everybody else's?
1: Well, people get bullied everywhere. I mean, mental bullying is somebody makes fun of you, physical bullying, AK assault, somebody might push you, slap you, something like that. If you're not allowed to protect yourself, like eventually, you know, back in the days, a victim would eventually snap and they would hit the bully back or they would do this or do that they would get friends to help them out. I mean, you a little gang, you know, stuff going on, but, but they protected each other and now they can't do that. And so the kids stay a victim longer. Imagine uh, any person watching this. Do you have somebody at your office? Do you have somebody at work that just continuously says little things to get under your skin, makes comments, passive aggressive, do you sometimes give that person a reaction and do they then get a little dopamine rush and feed off of it? I mean, this is natural human behavior, but unfortunately the school's intervention in not allowing the, the, the teacher to really handle it as opposed to now they have to write all these reports and hand it off to the board of education and there's so much red tape inside it that the, the natural flow of a victim and a bully doesn't really get to happen anymore. I mean, I know when I was 10, I got picked on by this kid who was 12 years old and he was a lot bigger than me. I couldn't defend myself. I ended up finding one of the kids that I played hockey with. He was 15 years old. He's like, pay me 10 bucks and I'll, I'll make sure he doesn't hurt you again. And it was like insane. I was in school the next day. And I had a paper route, so I was able to supply them 10 bucks. But like this guy appeared like Batman out of nowhere and confronted my bully. I mean, like the glad it was incredible. I mean, like, where you don't even go to this school. He, he went to like a, a, a challenging school. Um, and all of a sudden that bully never did anything to me again. It, it's like it, it's I and, and I know that these aren't the things that usually people like to hear. They like to hear the, you know, we don't solve violence with violence, this and that. But you know, it, it, if if you're a parent going to a principal or a guidance counselor saying, listen, my kid's getting abused on the bus and the bus driver covers up in this. And, and then, you know, they just say, well, we don't have bullying. Like that's like flag number one when any administrative person says, we don't have bullying in our school. It's like, okay, so you don't have breathing kids then. You know, it's just, it, it's so inauthentic instead of just like, let's help these kids because you see what happens and it's insane now.
0: So what can parents do to make sure that their kids are going to be safe at school?
1: Open up the lines of communication. Uh, Unfortunately, we've been taught that when our brain, that voice in our head, do you know that voice in your head? It talks a lot, and everybody usually has that. Uh, We've been taught to believe that voice in our head says something, and then we're just supposed to agree with it. So when our voice in our head goes, oh, I'm sure my kids are safe, the schools are there protecting, it's based on no reality and no information other than the human being wants to be right. So actually, talk to your kids. And in my bullying book, I have them have a conversation that just has four simple questions. Question number one is uh, the child asks the parents sitting down with the real conversation. Question number one: What do you want me to do if somebody's making fun of me at school? So, um, for well, what would you say if one of your kids came up to you? Because usually people have the same answer. What would somebody? Uh, what would you tell your children if somebody was making fun of them at school?
0: Well, I, I know that the common answer would probably be uh, to ignore them. However, I think that I would, I would add to that, that um, I would make sure that they don't, that they're not getting to you and that you should laugh.
1: Okay, great. So you're giving actionable advice on what you could do. And after that, usually you'll have somebody say, go tell a teacher and let somebody else know. I love the fact personally, well, I love the fact that you actually didn't involve the teacher and you gave them actionable techniques that they can use because in reality, um, you know, even as an adult, there's people that rib each other. I mean, there's people that, that are out there and you joke around. And sometimes when you joke with somebody and then you give them a response back, all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're fast, you're sharp. Okay, you can hang with me. And now all of a sudden you found your best friend of 25 years just because you're able to go back and forth. I mean, I was in a pro wrestling locker room for 12 years. Years. And the first three years I was taught respect and don't say this and don't talk back to the elders and all these different things. And then all of a sudden, one day, my friend's like, why aren't you saying something back to that guy? I'm like, Cause I don't want to be disrespectful. Like, nobody ever said that. So I literally made up that story. He said something to me, I gave him a remark back and then went to like this. He's like, good one, kid. And the whole locker room popped and I was in. So, so, so I don't, I don't mind that you didn't like, you know, uh, you know, uh, outsource it, but typical people, you know, they, they'll say, you know, go tell the teacher, go tell the principal. Okay. So back to your question. Um, question number two, what do you want me to do if somebody's making fun of me on a screen? Like it could be a TV, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, you know, and then you would give them the advice, the parent question. I will put you on the spot again. Uh, question number three. And here's where it gets interesting. Question number three, what do you want me to do? Remember, the child is asking the parent, what do you want me to do in school? Somebody is hitting me, punching me, kicking me, pushing me, pulling my hair, shoving me into a locker, all that stuff. So now if you if you actually, when I do these programs outside of schools and I ask the kids and, and you can watch any of my videos on my Breaking the Bullying Cycle like website and you can see these kids are going, the school tells me if someone's hitting me to don't let them, you know, to, to let them hit me and then go tell somebody. And then we have conversations about how many times have you had that and the bullying and the hitting keeps going and all these kids are raising their hands because it's kind of being like pushed aside. So now it's up to the parents. So when a child asks you question number three, what do you want me to do if somebody's hitting me, punching me, pushing me? That is really up to the parent. If you're asking me or you ask somebody that's a martial artist, they might say, stand up for yourself, defend yourself. Now, that's great, and that's powerful, and that doesn't really give a lot of information. That's why in my programs, I teach kids, this is a high block, this is a middle block. This is what's called the cover, and then we do two offensive moves to keep the bully, when the the, aka the assaulter away from them. So if you're going to tell your kids defend yourself, take them to a jujitsu school, a karate school, a martial arts school. Let them try it out so that they actually have uh, the ability to learn how to defend themselves. Because most people have seen people that have studied martial arts. They get the discipline, the self esteem, the self respect. And and what I've learned is being a martial artist for thirty plus years, having the confidence. Not to fight, which is massive. So you tell them this is what the expectations are. And then, question number four what do you want me to do if somebody's hitting me outside of school? Maybe the parent doesn't want them to defend themselves because they don't want the child expelled, but it could be different on the playground. My challenge to the parents is once they have the conversation, explain to the kids, look, when you stand up for yourself, when you block, when you hammer fish the bully back and they never bully you ever again, and the whole school hears about it, aka problem solved, but unfortunately, we have to do it certain ways. Then what's going to happen is you're going to get suspended. Does it make sense? No. Is it fair? No. That doesn't make sense in schools, and you're straight with the kids like I am when I do my programs. And I tell them, when you get suspended, I'm taking a day off from work. Or if you can't do that, we're going out for pizza and ice cream at night. We're celebrating the day that you stood up for yourself. I actually recommend people go out, buy your kid a trophy for 30 bucks and take them out every year. If your kid stood up for themselves on September 16th, then every year celebrate that as the day they stood up for themselves so that every year the self-esteem builds up and the self-confidence builds up as opposed to just going and literally listening to your brain going, ah, school's got our kids. And then you just put a deaf ear to Parkland, Sandy Hook, Columbine. I
0: Well, going back to just what you said, um, one of the things that I really admire about what you're doing is teaching the how. So many times as a parent, we're saying, Defend yourself, and we're giving them the what, but there is no how. And so I'm loving how you're teaching the kid the how for parents who want to give the what. So I'll purpose it by saying that. Now let's go back Bobby. again. I said, Well, okay. what if you have a parent, two parents who don't agree on that what? So you Good. got, What do you want to do? You know, what are you going to do in this situation, in this scenario? But one parent saying, oh, no, 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 honey, you can't, you, you know, don't, you can't hit anybody. This, what if they have a gun? What if, uh you know, there's, there's a fear there, right? A lot of fear with the parent who is trying Absolutely. to protect. And then you have, let's say, another parent who's like, no, stand up for yourself. You need, we're going to teach you how to do that. And, you know, your program shows the how, but they're what is defend yourself, stand up. Now, what do you do with those parents, those households that are just super conflicting?
1: We have a conversation about, first of all, are we trying to create win-win to keep our child safe, or are we trying to be right about our opinion, and we're choosing win-lose, which is where relationship communication starts and either explodes wonderfully or shuts down. Um Looking at it from another person's perspective, I mean, I wouldn't even think for a moment what you just said until you just said it about what if they have a gun. and I don't know if you can see, it. I was like, Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> so it's like it opens up conversation, and that's a great question because, um, you know, if one person has one opinion and maybe they were a victim and were traumatized, and they stood up for themselves, and then they realized that's the only way. And I call it like the McFly principle from Back to the Future, bully, 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 bam, and all of a sudden, future's different. And then somebody else comes from trauma, and maybe that person's trauma could be an abusive father, or this and that, and then they stood up to them one time, and then it just got worse. So, I mean, if you're talking inner child, and you're talking trauma, like that's a whole big, another conversation. If you know that about that person, you can see um, you know, what the triggers are. If the person's being like, I refuse, blah, blah, blah. Like there was a while ago before I met my inner child and before I met my inner bully and connected them uh, at a beautiful ceremony, um, I would immediately take the side of the victim and I wasn't super compassionate about what could be going on with the bully's perspective. And now, excuse me, I look at it from a different world where I don't even in my program say bully and victim, I say hurt her and hurt E. Because everybody, especially with trauma from past and the trauma from other parents that they didn't know what inner child was, they didn't know what reparenting was, they didn't know what uh, like all this stuff is that this content is beautifully out there. So, um, honestly, it, to, to wrap that whole question up is, um, ask the child. Ask the child what they want to do. Ask the child, you know, um, do you, what do you want to do? Do you want to hit him back? Or do you want to go get some taller friends and we throw them a couple of $20 bills and now all of a sudden, you know, you're walking in the hallway, dun, 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 dun. but like, you know, whatever it's, uh, school's supposed to be training for real life. You know, that's why I think dodgeball should be put back in school so that you build partnerships and you have to be team building. But that's just my opinion.
0: No, I I love that answer because I'm always about giving power to the person that has to execute the ever the activity is right and in this yeah. case it is a child so why why are we trying to make choices for them we're actually it's really should be up to the child what they want to do so i love i really actually love that answer um uh,
1: I, I love wanna... i love that you said sorry and I, I love that at least they got two different opinions because in the real reality of it no matter what mom says and no matter what dad says no matter what grandma says no matter what anybody says in the moment when someone's in your face, you don't have time to go, well, let's reevaluate, I'm want to make a T-chart of it, and the pros and cons are, no, you're going to get into that, and maybe all of a sudden, your one trigger will be, to at least you'll defend yourself, maybe you'll get suspended, but at least this bully saw, you put your hands up, as opposed to just school programs me not to put my hands up as I'm getting beaten, you know, whatever it is, so. I'm sorry, yeah. I cut you off, but
0: I felt like I, I okay, I'll be go, No, go, it's not. good. I would love, parents are going to love to hear what you have to say. So you're just okay. fine. <laughs> okay. um, I do want to get to the action item tools though, like real things that my audience can take away and say, this is oh. awesome. And then come and get your book and take your classes and get more from you. But I want to get a taste of what you, what you teach. So what tools would you give a child who is getting, let's say, Mentally
1: bullied. I teach them to use the and the shield. My buddy Captain America made me a duplicate of this. So, what the and shield is pretty much the word and. Um, Wonder Woman, Captain America, other superheroes, they have a shield that deflects things. So, a mental bully is trying to get a mental response from someone. that could even be the slightest as a little expression on their face, or no, no, uh, leave me alone. So it could be an auditory response, it could be a visual response, it could be a kinesthetic, doesn't matter. A bully's looking for something specific to change in the human being, whether it's an adult at your office, or whether it's a child, or, or whether it's that annoying relative that you just can't stand. They're going to look for a response or reaction. We have all these little muscles, 200 plus muscles. We have these little micro expressions. So uh, first of all, using the word and bounces any sort of um, negative response back onto the bully. Like for example, what make fun, I I have kids in my assembly program say, look, are you okay with making fun of me? It's amazing. Some of these kids are going to be professional roasters. Like Jeffrey Ross is going to be like, I'm hiring this kid because they're amazing. So imagine you saying to me, it's like, okay, where you're stupid. I go, and it's like, where you're ugly and where your mama's dumb. And what's happening is literally, if you just do it like that, it's it's gonna just end, be- and and then for some reason the bully will then go, okay, well, I, I gotta keep going. And I I have seen them after three, four times, you're sitting there like, oh, whatever, they get upset. But if you also show facial expressions when you do the and it may not be as effective. So what I do is I teach something called the power look. So the power look actually comes from um my behavior mastery system that I teach uh, preschool and elementary school teachers on how to transform kids. And what you do is you have these. Alpha neurodivergent kids that they just want to push your buttons and they want your face to change and then they duplicate the behavior because they get the dopamine that rush from it. So instead of looking at the person's eyes, what I do and now I'm looking at the camera and then what I do now is I'm looking at the top of the camera. So it looks like I'm looking at the camera, but all the micro expressions in my face went blank. This is all people like this kind of stuff. This is all I'm going to look back at you. This is all based on the study of Dr. Paul Ekman, A-K-E-K-M-A-N and his study of micro expressions. So the two, t- two tools that I use for the for the her ease so that the bully doesn't continue getting their dopamine and getting a response is the power look, which is when somebody says something mean to you. You know, I practice it by taking my hand and just like I'm looking at the camera now. And then as soon as I disconnect, now I'm looking over, my face moves blank. So I tell kids to practice it with their parents and then just say the word and. So you can go on our YouTube channel and see kids going and, and I walk around my assembly programs in my costumes, bullying all these kids while the teachers are like, what are we bringing this guy in for? And all these kids, these second graders like, and, 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 but they're doing it powerfully. And then if somebody gives a little attitude going and like that, then we get to have a conversation and then we talk to the other kids and it's super powerful. And then, you know, the whole superhero thing works well. So really, um, and, and I tell people as well, honestly, Um, as an adult, try the ant shield, anybody that bothers you, anybody that looks to bring you into their world because they're not joyous and happy. So they don't get their, their dopamine and their, their other endorphins by love and by helping. So they do other things. So, and, 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 and eventually they're going to be annoyed and just walk away, go to martial arts schools in the area and learn. I take a free class. Usually, dojos have like a free class or two. I mean, the first thing I teach kids is you want to keep your elbows in like kangaroos, not out like chickens. You keep your hands up. First thing first is you never, ever let anybody in your personal space. If some, because the problem is, is that the human body, even for professional fighters, if I'm this far away from you and getting face to face, your body can't react when somebody's going to sneak you for a sucker punch and then you're done. So what I teach is the the blocking. If somebody throws a tech, if somebody throws something at you, cover your hands up, try to hit. Like if they throw a punch, try to smash their hand or their arm, whatever you can to do that. I mean, this is good for covering up. Um, go get bigger friends. That's just on the sidebar. And um, the other thing that I do is I teach what's called the front stop. And a front stomp is when you just lift your knee up and you put it straight out in front of you. And that just keeps the person away. This isn't about being aggressive. This isn't about, you know, the victims and bullied for so long. And finally, like they do in a TV show, they snap and they're on top of the person and they're doing this and that. And and it's back to like a Christmas carol or a Christmas story, a Christmas story. You know, <laughs> a Christmas story where he's on their pummel. Like, like th- I'm not, I don't care about that. That turned that is not all I, all I'm suggesting is. If you keep the person away and, and I'm not going to let you get near me. It's irrelevant. not going to keep them away and then you can keep them away with the front stop with your foot. And then I just teach super simple. This is your fist. I don't teach to punch because all these little bones against one big skull means these bones are going to hurt. This is the soft part of your hand. This is called the hammer fist. And all you do is you just gently place this soft part one time on the person's nose. And no matter how it is, like we teach yoga, It's a blend of yoga and martial arts to preschoolers. And we do a board breaking where they break this little thin board. so cute. They get medals and they're two, three years old. I have a little thing. It's wonderful. But I learned a long time ago to hold the board out in front of me like this instead of holding it like this because I was squatting for a two-and-a-half-year-old. And and the board's here, but apparently, I don't know. And I mean, bam. And my ears, she didn't break my nose, but my ears, my ears, my eyes, started tearing up. It's a natural reaction. So even even a self-defense for somebody against an adult or whatever it is, just simple, just your foot, just push them out, keep their hands out, and then just, you know, hammer fist until they're done. I mean, that's like the basic, basic, but anybody watching this, um, get some pads, get some pillows, and just have them. Just practice it because even if the kid swings a bully and this has been happening, who knows how long, if the kid just goes, that's enough and just swings one time. Even if the bully goes like that, all of a sudden the world of the bully, the herders, Oh, this kid just went defensive. And now went offensive. This isn't what I want. I want pure victim. It's it's, it's like how narcissists pick victims as adults. It's the same exact thing.
0: How did this come into play? Why is this so important to you?
1: Well, uh, why this is important to me is because um, this is something near and dear to my heart. At 12 years old, I unfortunately tried to take my own life when I was in a military academy because I was blamed for something I didn't do. And um, in that moment after I got myself out of that situation, I remember myself being in the ambulance and just creating all this trauma and all this upset. That two days later had me punch somebody in the face when they asked me, hey, where have you been? Because I was gone for September and October. I came back in November. I turned into one of the worst bullies in the school. Whenever somebody would come in to the school new and they would have an attitude, I would try to fight them or mess with them. It was just like an anger covered up by all the sadness. And I started noticing I I took martial arts. And uh, it's just very interesting how, as I do assembly programs on bullying, where most of it used to be in schools, um, I started noticing a shift where kids were telling me that they weren't being allowed to defend themselves. They were actually being told, if you put your hands up to defend yourself, you're getting suspended the same consequence as the bully. And for me, growing up, I mean, I got into a fight with my closest friend in fifth grade and like we just popped each other and this and next day it's like wow you kick hard you punch hard. you want to play he-man and then it's like it's done um and now it, it continues to to uh they see a spiral that these schools are are shaming kids into being powerful shaming kids into standing up for other people like i have a clip of an assembly program i did where a girl asked why do i get in trouble uh when i stand up for myself So what's going on doesn't make sense, and then, I mean, the the rate of school shootings in this country is like in the hundreds, and every other country is like three, five, this and that. Bully sides are at an all-time high. Mental trauma, mental anguish, and a lot of it is happening where the kids are the most, and unfortunately, um, you know, a lot of parents that are in my age, they're led to believe that the schools are the way that they were back in the day, but really... When I was growing up, it was about the kids, and now I firmly see over and over from people I talk to, from parents that I coach and help, that um, it's about the kids secondary. It's about protecting, you know, the administration and having each other's backs first. And unfortunately, the kids suffer, and and we've seen it for twenty years over that. It's crazy.
0: You have such a wealth of knowledge and expertise and so much to give to the parenting community. So tell me more about what you do and how parents can reach out and get more.
1: It's to introduce my behavior mastery system to as many educators and teachers as possible because it's a beautiful way to um, have kids do what you want them to do without giving instructions or commands. And there's a beautiful component for the neurodiverse, alpha, um divergent kids, exceptional kids in a way to have them transform the classroom. It's done from a martial art perspective as opposed to a typical education perspective. So that's one world. And then the other world is just uh, talking to as many groups of parents and kids as possible. Public schools don't really want me in there because then the kids turn to the principal and they start asking them questions. And then, the, the, you know, they, so I do a lot of these programs in boys and girls clubs and and organizations. So I would love to just even virtually just give an opportunity for parents and kids together to do like a 45 minute program. And I mean, the, the, the karate is great, but really it's, it's, the it's, I want the kids to talk to their parents. Um, two, two websites. Uh, the first one is breaking the bullying circle.com um, breaking the And uh, the second one is my speaking page, uh, ronspeak.com R O N S P E A K.com. And I'll reach out to you as soon as I get your message. <laughs>
0: And audience, I am so excited and want to say a huge thank you to Ron right now, because for everybody who downloads the free Impactful Parent app, inside the app, Ron is going to put a copy of his book. And so please tell us a little bit, like, what can we find in that free book when we download the app?
1: It's basically a compilation of like five years of me talking to anybody possibly that I can think of about bullying. Chapter 1 is about a mom who gets shamed by her friends because her daughter stood up for somebody else at a birthday party. There's another chapter about a principal that is not going to take an action about some kid getting bullied on the bus because we find out that the kid that's the bully is the uh superintendent's friend's nephew. Like all these different stories that came up so they're real life situations on what to do um in different situations with tips and tools at the end and then at the end of the book is just like okay well you've done all this you've done all that now you have five to ten different opportunities and actions you can take for these situations if you have this happening in your life and uh, you know then the hard choices come
0: if you have an inspiring story and want to share your story with the audience so that others can learn from you please go to the impactfulparent.com slash work with me and sign up I hope today's episode brought a lot of value for you. And if you would like to become a more impactful parent, download the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free to download and full of episodes just like this one that are going to help you in your parenting journey. So carry help and tips and parenting resources right in your pocket so that you can refer to them when you need them most. Plus, when you download the Impactful Parent app, you are also joining a community of like-minded parents that also want to be the best parent they can for their child. So download the app for free and discover new techniques to make your parenting more effective. All of this is so much more. It can be found right in your pocket. So download it today. You got nothing to lose. So discover how you can step up your parenting game and become a more impactful parent. Find it on your app store or at theimpactfulparent.com. But until next time, you got this, parents. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.